George, welcome. How are you? Hi. Good to have you. Good to see you. Okay. okay. So I'll just saying again in the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, one God. I mean, starting a new study, starting the Gospel of Saint Mark. Uh, Saint Mark, as I was saying, the reason you know, thought like after praying about it, I thought this is uh, a good way to start the Gospels. Uh, number one, it's short. Number two, it's uh, fast. It's uh, the rhythm of it is really fast. Number three, it's unique because of, again, because of our church as St. Mark, the founder of the, the, the Church of Alexandria. And uh, as we said also from uh, in the beginning that this is the oldest uh, text, the oldest text, like literary history. Historically, this is the oldest uh, book of the, of the uh, New Testament in general, in general. So uh, what do you know? First of all, maybe I'll just uh, quiz you. What do you know about Saint Mark? You know the Gospel of Saint Mark and Saint Mark himself. If anything, uh, share with us just again what what comes to your mind again. Besides that, he went to Alexandria and established the Catholic Church. <laughs> he wasn't a disciple. Oh, what, what what was he? Well, one of the seventy or seventy-two apostles. Okay. The Last Supper was in his house, his mother's house, or his house. His, his house, yes. The upper room, yes. Yes. Hmm? He was there when Christ got arrested. Okay. And he was going there and then he fled away. Okay. He was the one who fled away naked, according to his... To his uh, that's why in his... This is this is the, the, the only place that it's mentioned that uh, a man was there and he took the, 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 the robe and then he fled away naked that was himself as the the tradition says yes what else very good there was a disagreement with with saint paul at one point and uh, as it's mentioned in 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 in, uh, in acts and mentioned later on that at one point he the the departed and said okay i don't want to uh, go with you anymore and there are about three stories about that where exactly what happened but uh, it's interesting when you look at the, the time that it was written that they departed and then his name comes back again doesn't come back again to like another 10 years span so 10 years not quite sure what happened uh, some people said that he went on his own some people said that he went with Barnabas some people say that he went uh, with Peter with Peter so uh, three different stories. Again, they are all tradition. Uh, the most one that we are uh, kind of like uh, agreeing with that he went with Barnabas. And yes, that's, you know, which that's why we say that, you know, things that seem that it, it is wrong and it was, you know, like a negative thing in the, in the, in the mission itself, but actually it allowed him to be free and to go to, uh, to take the time to go and visit uh, Alexandria and visit that area also. Very good. So he is not a disciple. He's one of the 70. Uh, he was there during the crucifixion. We'll talk more about that. Uh, his uh, house or his mother's house or eventually his house later on, the upper room where, where uh, multiple things happened there. Uh, he was uh, got into disagreement with St. Paul and, and left him. And during that time, he actually, because of that, he went and started to preach in the Pentapolis, which is the five cities, and then from there going to, to Alexandria also. Okay, what else? Uh, 
uh, and, uh, not seven, seven. So the, we know that the, 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 the seven deacons were all appointed by the pillars at that time, by Peter and John mainly, right? When they thought that, you know, there is the, 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 the um, service is getting uh, more and more and the people are getting more and more and they, as the people who are, uh, who are um, uh, being more and want to be more involved in the, in the um, uh, preaching of the word and then they are getting confused. That's why they assigned the seven deacons to take care actually of service of the table, service of the food. Right, but uh, but P, but uh, Mark went to Egypt, established the church, and then he ordained Nianus, uh, uh, the second person, the second uh, patriarch in the order, which was the the the, the shoemaker, right? And we we we'll probably know the story. We can say it again just to make sure that everybody knows that story. Yes. He was martyred in Alexandria. <laughs> His body was stolen to Italy. Yes, yes. yes. Hmm? Why did they steal it? Uh, merchants, just a matter of merchants. Yes, people who were just there and took it and went and sold it over there, and then they took it, you know, in Rome and and and. Uh, Mark also actually at one point he, he we know that he he spent seven years in Egypt. So after this, he you know during that time he he he, he the, the history said that there is a first visit and a second visit. So he spent some time in Egypt, went after this to Rome, start to actually not not necessarily Rome but other cities in Italy and start to preach there. That's why you know there are you know several churches by the name of mark in 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 italy as that he really uh preached those areas and then he came back again to alexandria and that's where he was martyred right he he as the founder of the church of alexandria he is considered the first patriarch the first bishop at that time by the way there was no pope but there was the bishop of the churches so there is the bishop of the church of alexandria bishop of the church of rome bishop of the church of jerusalem bishop of the church of antioch and then later on the bishop of constantinople the church of alexandria kind of kept the title of pope also as uh, more more reverence for that but at that time in the beginning uh, the, the first century of the establishing those four churches, four apostolic churches, they were all uh, the heads of the of the churches were bishops. Again, as 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 Saint Paul says in his epistles to uh, to uh, Timothy uh, about that uh, ordain uh, or the bishops who are the the the, uh, the overseers, the overseers of the church. Sorry, Peter. Yes. So the merchants, I think they didn't they see it as a holy relic and they brought it back to the Vatican. Right. Right. Later on, John Paul and Pope Cyril, Pope Carlos VI, they had the agreement and they brought the relics back again. Yes. At that time, again, you know, it was it was uh, even before that. At that time, it was in Constantinople and and Rome. After that, it was the idea of collecting the relics of the saints. 
right? You know, this is the capital of the empire and it should have everything. So there was that kind of like a, 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 a in a way, sect of collecting. Uh, uh, there is actually a book by John Chrysostom about uh, the sect of the martyrs, you know, how much it was related to, that's a different topic, but how much that was related to um, the, the 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 culture and the pagan paganism culture at that time that they uh, actually kind of affected Christianity in a way also. So there is there is a thin line between again uh, you have one yes <laughs> between between uh, venerating the, the the martyrs and the relics and between actually you know worshiping in a different way. But that again that was at that time it was the idea of of uh, collecting and adding more and more to the capital of the empire so they have more uh, weight on that. Okay, what else? What, anything else? So when we, when we were talking about um, St. Paul, St. Mark as, the, as one of the apostles, right? Um, what do you know about that as far as was he actually, you know, maybe let me, let me, let me go back again. Um, some of the scholars says that his gospel was written basically based on the stories that he heard from Peter. Okay, so because he wasn't there during the time of Christ, but actually more and more studies and more and more solid uh, reasons, especially for the Coptic Orthodox Church, that actually he left. So where is he from? From? No. Mark, where is he from? Cyrene, Kairawan, in Libya. Right? And then, you know, at that time, you know, there was a very, very big uh, uh, community of Jewish people in that area, which is, again, the Pentapolis, the five cities or the five western cities, which was part of Egypt at that time. Until till recent, actually, it was part of Egypt. Actually, there is a diocese right now, which is Marsa Matruh and the five western uh, cities. So it's like a diocese till now. The, 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 the last city on the border, which is Marsa Matruh, and then the five Pentapolis areas, which is Libya, uh, Carthage, Tunisia, and, and all that area. So he his family was 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 from that area, uh, very very uh, strong community, very rich community, very uh, educated community, especially in Latin, not in Greek, in Latin, uh, and we'll, we'll 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 understand why is that later on. But uh, at one point, uh, between probably thirty five BC and nineteen or twenty after Christ, there was uh, attack from the Berber uh, to that area. That, that made lots of people uh, move from the Pentapolis area to Jerusalem. Lot, again, this, this, this community, very strong Jewish community, right? So they moved from there with all their wealth, with all their money, with all their uh, uh, education and went to, to Jerusalem. So Mark was one of that with his family with his family. So, and this is all from, from history, from tradition, that he actually went to Jerusalem. Uh, some people say he's 15 years old, some people say 18 years old. But again, through that time, which means that actually he was there witnessing everything that the Lord has done, 
Right? So it's not just only that he picked up the stories from Peter and wrote, but no, he actually lived that time, which makes sense. Again, if he was chosen as an apostle, that means that he was actually during that time witnessing everything, witnessing everything. Right? So that's something that's important. Again, as I said, it's very important to know that he was very, very strong in Latin because later on, as we will see, he was called the, the uh, catechist, the teacher. Why? Because he would help, uh, especially you know, in, 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 in the early, especially the part that he was uh, moving on uh, along with St. Paul. He would actually, St. Paul didn't know Latin, but when he went to certain areas, Latin, again, is the, is the, is the language of what? Of the Roman Empire. Right, so people, yes, people knew Greek, but a lot of people did not know Greek. So he was the one that was actually teaching that. So not only that he is as himself, he is he is a preacher, but he's always uh, teaching people and using the same language that he is very very uh, good at in order to to send the message to the people. Uh, another thing that's important to know that as we we're saying that the the the, the upper room, uh, which is the house of his family, and then later on, the history doesn't even doesn't exactly say when was his father, uh, when did his father die? But it seems like at one point when he was still in the uh, ministry, that Saint Mark was actually the owner of that place. Not only that, but he was also the owner of the Gethsemane, of the of the place that where the Lord prayed and where the Lord actually was uh, uh, delivered to to the Roman and to the Jewish at the time. So he was very very close uh, to to all those uh, circumstances and all those uh, environments that were were, were happening at the time. Um, what does that tell us? Also, yes, Peter. Yes. After the resurrection, was that the same room? Yes, yes. It is the same room, the upper room, which uh, which actually I was just told, you know, uh, there was a group that came from, from, from the Holy Land recently, and they were saying that actually, sadly, that place became actually a mosque. Oh, <laughs> yes, so the where they claimed that this was the upper room, uh, it was taken by the, during the Arab conquer to, to, to Jerusalem and became a mosque, yes. At the time, they were speaking in language, in tongues, yes. But then continuing to establish the churches and continue to communicate all the time with, with the people, that was not, that, that, that gift of speaking tongues was not always there, right? In the beginning, during the Pentecost, yes, that's what happened. And then after this, people start to spread all over the place, right? Uh, some people actually say that if, if, you look, if you look at the book of Acts, the yeah, people no. of Irene are actually uh, mentioned during uh, that they were there during the Pentecost. So some people actually say that that people or that that area, uh, the same thing like with, with was with Egypt. You know, we, we know that Egypt was Christianity was entered to, into Egypt by Saint Mark, but most of the scholars said actually it was even earlier than that because of the people who were there during the Pentecost. Right. If you open the book of Acts again, it says all those 10 nations and from Egypt and from Arab and from Cyrene and from, from, from so all those people who were there during the Pentecost and received the spirit and saw all those things. They went as individuals to their own land again, to their own countries again. And that was the seed that started something. Right? 
So you, you need to understand that that was always there. It wasn't, it wasn't uh, like totally uh, 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 unknown till St. Mark went, but people who were there and then went back again, started to do that. So the daily communication with the people, with the, with the people of the land at that time, not necessarily all the time by the gift of speaking tongues, right? Another reason is when, 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 when St. Mark wrote the gospel, for example, in Alexandria, uh, or some people actually said that he entered Alexandria with his gospel in his hand. So there are a couple, couple stories there, whether we all know that or we hear that he was, it was written, he, he wrote it in Alexandria. Some people said, well, he might have probably wrote it before, and then he entered into Egypt with the gospel already in his hand. But the, the interesting idea in, in that story that he actually started to, to, some people knew Greek, he wrote, it in Latin, he wrote it in Greek, some people knew Greek, but then if you go down more to upper Egypt, right, where the people are less uh, educated, they don't know Greek. So he, he pushed the translation for the, of, of the Gospel of St. Mark from the Greek into Coptic. And that's why one of the main ancient and oldest transcripts of the Gospel of St. Mark are or is in Coptic language because of that, because he wanted to spread that and to really help the people to understand uh, the one that is written in Latin. Peter. Oh, I was Yes, he said Eos Theos in Greek, which is the one God. Yes, yes. So, so, so it's there, right? So again, that was Alexandria. Alexandria at that time was the center of education for the whole world. There was already the school of Alexandria. It was established away from theology, away from Christianity. No, we know that like as there was the school of, of, of Rome and of Ephesus and of Corinth, there was also the school of Alexandria, which is a school for philosophy, for uh, science, for languages, for everything. So in Alexandria, the education was, was very, very probably higher than anything else, anywhere else. And that's why the Greek language was most predominant at that time. We also know that he went to Egypt from the Western side, coming from uh, the, the five cities, and walking into through a very, very, very harsh trip going to Alexandria. Some people, as I said, said that actually uh, Barnabas took him from uh, Cyprus, because Bar Barnabas is, is from Cyprus, and took him from there, crossed the sea into the Pentapolis, and then moved from the west side into going to, to Alexandria. With that, it's important to know this. The reason we're saying this because it's important as you will see the, the, the Gospel of St. Mark that we'll see that actually he is really not just he's writing secondhand or stories, but he's actually writing his own experience, which is very important. There is difference between, you know, if, you see, if you see Matthew and Luke, for example, you'll see that there, there, there are lots of actual uh, connotation of Christ's words, right? Mark, you see that it's more and more of, of uh, uh, narration, right? You don't see that, okay, and then Jesus said so and so, and you see like a big section of the, of the chapter that it's just the words of Christ himself. But you see more of a narration, like this happened and this happened, and then immediately this happened. You see that immediately is, is always written there in the Gospel of St. Mark, immediately. 
Yes, but Luke still, yes, narrated, but still also uses some phrases of, of Christ himself, right? Matthew is much, much more, definitely. You see all the, if you have the, the, the red line, you know, Bible, it's all red, right? Luke, you see here and there, but Mark and John, different in that. Yeah, so Mark is more of his, his, again, his own story, his own experience, if I may say that, right? Yeah. Um, Year-wise, again, as we said, it, it is it is uh, it is one of the oldest, if not actually the oldest uh, gospel that is written, or oldest actually even letter, uh, even before the letters of Saint Saint Paul. You know, again, we, the 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 the, the uh, put it into maybe the year forty-two or so. Uh, some people say no, it's late in the sixties, but it doesn't make sense late in the sixties with everything else that is that they are using as far as the, the time and, uh, and the events and, 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 and so forth. Um, the idea also of um, the characters of the gospel itself, you know, maybe before we go into that, like any, any, any questions or uh, remarks about that part itself, about Mark himself, like where is he coming from and how he lives and how he's seen and how he uh, noticed. And that's why actually, by the way, you, some of the, of the scholars also said it's not an actual, it might have been not written all at one time, but it's like 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 he's, he's recording things and recording things and then putting them together, right? Uh, some people even said it was originally written in Aramaic and then some part in Latin, and then he finally put everything again in Greek. So you have too many, again, when we, when we study things like that from the uh, scholastic kind of view of that, you see too many theories, right? Again, but, but you go with, 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 the, with what the, the, the history is and the, and the tradition and the stories that are supporting and you go from there. But again, at the, at the end of the day, you know, even Greek itself as a Greek language, uh, you know, th there are too many, like Arabic, too many dialects, right? So the, the Greek of some area might be different than the Greek of another area. So not necessarily understanding the, 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 the same language in a way, but it's, you know, again, if we go to uh, Iraq or Kuwait, for example, you know, uh, sometimes if I, if I never heard that, that the dialect, it's, it's totally like, I have no idea what you're talking about, <laughs> right? Uh, so, so it's important to know this, again, the, the purpose as you will see in, in, in defining and identifying the gospel as written by Mark is very, very unique with that. Questions so far? Say again? Occupation? We do not. We do not. Again, we know that his family is very, very wealthy, right? And very educated. And they spend the, the story said that they spend, you know, you know, they were able to spend money on him for education. Uh, what was he doing exactly? It doesn't, there is there is no record of that. Yes. No, it was his, as you said, it was, he 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 owned the that building, and also the story said that he owned actually uh get the money also. Yes. Yes. The story said that because of his, his, again, close contacts, even though he's not mentioned as one of the disciples, but close contact of following the Lord, and he was able to actually 
provide that big house as a place for him uh, for as a headquarter and as to to you know have all those events in there. Yeah. Yes. It's a it's a piece of land, so it's not just a forest because we know that it is owned by a person. So right. it's like it's like a garden, right? So, so large, garden? large garden that it has its own you know territories and everything. And that's why you know when they said that that belonged to something. So it's not just a public forest, but it's an actual uh, uh, garden with 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 boundaries and so forth. In the order itself? That's a good question. I think it's related to the, the uh, revelation where the four, four incorporeal animals. And that's why, again, you know, Mark is always related to the lion. Why the lion? What's the question, Amorna? Uh, the question is why in the, in, the, in the order of the scripture itself, you know, Mark doesn't come one although he's, it, it is the oldest, Peter. Uh, not only that, that's another addition. But the main thing, again, you know, when, 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 the, when the fathers first uh, interpreted the, the revelation with the four uh, incorporeal creatures, uh, they related this to the theology of the book itself, right? So, so again, you know, John the Eagle, you know, the theology of the Eagle of, 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 of Christ, right? The, 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 the divinity of Christ. Uh, Matthew is what? Who knows? Matthew and what? And Luke is what? What is Luke and what is Matthew? Matthew is, isn't it like uh, Well, there is a man, there's a calf, there's a lion, and there's an eagle. Luke is the man. man is the Luke. Man is the Luke. <laughs> Luke is the man. <laughs> yes. A calf is Matthew, who is, again, the offering, right? Mark is the lion, because it starts with uh, the lion, right? The, the roaring of the lion, the, the beginning of the, of the gospel itself, right? So that's why they read this to the lion. And then later on, they added that encounter uh, of, with the... With, with, uh, with the uh, with the lion later on, but the main thing was actually again he represents God or Christ here as the beginning of the gospel, which is the a voice crying in the wilderness, right? Yeah. yeah. John is the eagle. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Anything else? Yes. 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 How how come other gospels are? Yes. Yes. That goes back again to the reason of each gospel. Why each gospel is written? There is a reason for that, right? And there is a message. So, and as we're saying, they are, they are all inspired by the spirit, but each one portrays Christ in a different way, right? So why Mark, for example, doesn't, doesn't bring the story of the birth, for example, right? It just jump right away into something like that. Like, does that make the story not there or make 
you know, Matthew better than Mark? No, but there is there is the reason for 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 writing that, and the purpose of it makes you know gives kind of clue to why it was started this way, right? Luke, for example, is is more of the affirmation of the story itself, and how at that time there were too many stories going on at that time, and he's he starts with that, like you know, in the time of Theophilus and this and this and this and this. I will give you here is here is the real story, right? Matthew is written more for the Jewish people, and he's trying to link Christ to David and to Abraham. So he starts with the genealogy, right? So the purpose of each gospel and the way it's written kind of directs the 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 the, the text itself. Yes. Right. Yes, the miracles. Yes, yes, and you see, Luke also very, very much detailed portrays because he's a he's a painter, right? Yes. He, so the one, if you're writing a, 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 an icon or, or drawing a picture or something, you you take care of all the details. So you look at at certain things in in, in the Gospel of Saint Luke, and you see it's very, very, very detailed. Right, like you're actually as if he is drawing an actual portrait of the things, the scene that that's there also. It is. It is. <laughs> yes. 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 Definitely. And uh, <laughs> we get there. Don't worry. <laughs> Sorry, I know I broke your heart. <laughs> But as you study it more and more, as you see, really, you know, uh, the the it's not just words, not just um, record records of or recording history. No, there is much, much more into that, and you see it more and more as we study and as we understand the course. Right? If we take a look, a general look at at the Gospel of of Saint Mark itself. Right. So again, the, the 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 handout that I sent to you guys is just mainly again in the beginning. Who is the writer? Uh, we know again one thing I I, I didn't mention that he is uh, John and he is Mark. Right. John, which is uh, God's mercy, Allah Hanen, and Mark. It's actually Latin, which means the hammer, right, the strong. And uh, one of the things that I was reading actually as I was prepping for this is. You know, being the hammer and being very, very strong and giving his preaching and talking to the pagans, that's what got him killed, right? Because as we know that he was praying, right? And then people uh, kind of uh, took him and, and dragged him uh, throughout the cities of Alexandria till, till he, you know, he died. So the idea that because he was very, very strong and very, very... Uh, bold in his ministry and his teaching that actually turned the people against him uh, but that wouldn't change his character again right like this is and this is beautiful again because that shows us more and more how god is using each one of us your own character but god is able to do it to direct it towards the kingdom of heaven towards the service itself yes Speak up a little bit so they can hear. Oh, okay. If we got it. <laughs> 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 
So that's where the tradition comes. So this, the, the question again is how do we know each person, how they were martyred, right? So that, <laughs> that is the tradition and that is the stories of the, of, the, of the first centuries, the people who were there. You know, we know, for example, the very, very uh, known uh, Yusufus, the, the historian, who is Jewish, he wasn't Christian, but he actually reported too many things and wrote too many things, including the life of Christ himself. Right, that we know that there is a man whose name was Jesus, and that man was born, and so on and so on. That man was killed on the cross. So all those are actual historical uh, moments and historical documentation. That's why, when we, if you remember, those of us we, who, who uh, studied the the creed, for example, we said like, why does it say, and he was crucified in the, during Pontius Pilate? So just mentioning Pontius Pilate, that is very. Uh, uh, historical uh, event that is that is proven and that is documented and that is uh, real. It's not just something, right? I was just re hearing reading something actually about uh, about the 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 proofs of of having or of 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 knowing that there was a man. His name was Jesus during that time. There is like forty. Uh, documents that are proven and are, are available versus the, the 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 emperors during that time you have you can see only 10 or more or less uh, proofs that are documented so so Christ even have more and more uh, documentation and from historians that he was an actual person and he was actually died on the cross and he was risen from the dead so all those his historical historical events has to be taken in consideration that as uh, and as we said you know the which one came first the church or the of the gospels right it's a very very important thing especially again for people who are saying that the the, the tradition is not does not exist and the tradition is a man made we all know that the church came before the gospel the gospel is a byproduct of the church right the gospel is tradition by itself right so when we see, for example, that Mark was written in the year 42 or 45, that's what, almost 10 years after the ascension, right? So where did he came up with this? Yes, it's inspired by the spirit, but again, that is the tradition, right? As we said, Mark was living that time. So he witnessed that, right? And that's a very important concept when we know, when we say that the, actually the church came first and then the Bible, right? Not the Bible, and then from the Bible, the church was formed. Right? But the, the 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 faith, the community, the practice, the worship, everything came first, and then there was the gospel. Okay. Anything else before we move on? Abuna, where did you send that document? You said you sent it. Uh, I didn't send it. Said that I have it, but I didn't send it yet. Oh, okay. but I'll send it. <laughs> no, I'm holding it. <laughs> but I'll um, um, maybe there's a way to send it because I have it in my notes here.
I'll share it with you here in a second. Okay. I'll send it to you at, towards the end here. If we look again at, at the Gospel of St. Mark, you know, uh, the, the word itself, the meaning itself of gospel is, is very, very important. You know, if, if you look at, at the word itself of gospel, we always relate gospel right away to what? To the gospel that we have, the Christian gospel. But is there, was there another meaning of the gospel, just the gospel itself? It was news, right? So we know the gospel is the evangelia or evangelia is the good news, right? So if you look at actually um, uh, the, 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 the time of, of, of the Roman empire at the time, the leader or the emperor or the king will actually send news to the people during occasions or during uh, feasts or doing something. And that is a gospel, right? So right now, right away, when we say gospel, it clicks right away. Gospel is the gospel, right? It's the Christian news. But during that time, it's interesting to know that the gospel actually was not related to actually the word gospel was used even before Christianity. Yes. So the guy that would stand in the middle of Rome and Say the word of the emperor, that's that is that is a gospel, right? It's news that are shared with the people, right? So the concept itself of, of, of the good news was not foreign to the people of the empire at the time, right? So that makes it actually more and more uh, uh, practical, more efficient when you hear, okay, that's why when you, when you hear St. Paul talks a lot about the gospel of Christ. Well, there was no gospel at that time. Maybe hmm? the, news. the news, yes, which is what which is the incarnation, the salvation, right? So when, when during the time of Paul, maybe again, the only one that was written was probably Mark himself, and that was it. But when he talks about the, the mystery of the gospel, he's not talking about the written gospel. He's talking about the news, which related 100% to what? To the incarnation, the crucifixion, the resurrection, and the ascension, and the Holy Spirit, right? So when we, when we, when we hear that now, also we should have that, that understanding, right? So the gospel is how, how, how um, what is the impact of the gospel in our life? We need to understand that the gospel is not just the written printed words. No, but the gospel is actually the news itself, right? It makes, it makes a little bit of difference, I think, looking at that from that, from that view, right? It's not just, okay, here is, here is the, the written text. Why again? Because as we said, you know, the church was first and then there was the text, right? St. Mark himself lived that and experienced that and, and changed him, right? Matthew, the same thing. He was transformed by the news, the good news, right? By the life, by, the, by living that. And then it was put in as a text for, for a reason after. So when you look at, at that again and look at the the... Uh, the meaning of the gospel in the gospel of St. Mark, you see different meanings of that. I'm just going to ask you to maybe pull up a, a, a verse from, from, from Mark and to, to understand in his writing when he talks about the gospel, what does that mean? Number one, again, if somebody can, uh, can read Mark, uh, I think it's 14.9. 
Yes. Okay. Truly, I, 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 I what? And truly, I say to you, wherever the gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what you have done will be used. Okay. Whenever the gospel is proclaimed in the whole world. So here, he talks about the gospel as what? As it's supposed to be? To whom? To every, everybody. The news for everybody, for the whole world. So he specifically, again, he says, where the gospel will be in the whole world, right? So it is the news of the one that he's, that remember, again, he's saying this from a person that he lived with, right? We, as we said before, he probably moved into Jerusalem when he was 15, 18 years old. And, you know, something I didn't mention also that the, 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 the historian said that he was probably born, there are three years difference between him and Christ. So pretty much the same age, right? So when he talks about that, like, in his mind, he wants to make sure that the whole world will do it, will hear that news, will hear the good news. So this is number one, that the news is for the, or the gospel is for the whole world. Uh, somebody will pull uh, Mark 13, 10. Thirteen ten. What does it say? Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Again, the gospel must be preached in or to all the nations. So not just here the world, but now he's specific about what all the nations. Why all the nations is different? Number one is groups of people. Number two, he's actually saying what? Again, this is written to, not to the Jewish, to the nations, which we have the understanding that the Jewish people are only the people of the chosen people, right? So he is saying there's no difference between the chosen people and other people, because now in the time of the Lord, we are all what? We're all the chosen people, right? So the, again, the idea that it is, there is no differentiation. There is no uh, any any uh, favoritism between this or between this this nation and this nation. It's for all the nations. Okay, um, Mark eight thirty five. Mark eight thirty five. Who has it? Okay, so what does that say again? We're talking about the meaning of the gospel in or within the text of the gospel of Saint Mark. What does that tell you? This verse that the gospel is the gospel of what? No yes, the gospel of salvation again, the news of salvation. Right. Again, remember, he's introducing this, introducing Christ to people who are totally foreign. The concept of Christ to them is totally not there. I'm not talking to Jewish people who knew and they are still expecting and know the prophets and know this and no, they don't. Right. 
And that's why we always say that the gospel of St. Mark is very, very, very good gospel for the mission, right? right? Because you're actually introducing Christ to people who have no idea or who do not understand. And here it's very, very clear that this is the gospel for salvation. There is no salvation without the gospel. Okay. So for all the world with no differentiation for salvation, uh, another one, Mark 10, 29 and 30. Mark 10, 29 and 30. Yes. Yes. You're waiting. Go ahead. Louder, please. Yes. So Jesus answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or land for my sake and the gospels, who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and land with persecution. Okay. So what, what do you think? Have you ever thought about this verse? Like, why would he say for me and for the gospel? What, what is he trying to say? The meaning is the same. The meaning we can't know. The meaning is the gospel is the news, the good news, the news of salvation. About for me as him now and then the gospel as the memory of him afterwards. No, for those that don't get to see him and witness him in person. No, he's trying to say that in order to follow the gospel, you have to leave. Right? The gospel is about what? It's about detaching, as you as you were talking before. Saying that, like, without, like, without the news of salvation, like, I don't know, separating. So the, the the affirmation of that—that's why he came for me and for the gospel because I came for the gospel. I came for the news that I will restore you. I will give you life. Right. So at, at that time, again, you need to understand that still the idea of who Christ is, is he just just a teacher, just somebody coming with some kind of uh, of of, of uh, good morals and good uh, uh, teachings. He's saying no, that that, you know. Me and the gospel is one. You cannot separate that. Right. And that's why you are asked to do what? To detach, to leave. Okay. So when when Mark is pointing this out here, he's saying more that the gospel is the gospel of detachment, right? Because Christ coming for me and for my news that the reason I'm coming is is one. Right? So that's why when he says that 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 no one will leave this and this and this for me and for the gospel. Right, not just me. Like they're not quite sure who who he is, and even now, if you want to apply this to us now, sometimes it's okay for for me. Okay, 
who are you? Yes, you are the son of God, you are this, but are you, what is my relationship with you, right? Is it based on the salvation or based just because you are the giver of good gifts, right? Or you are the one, as you were talking to Hosea, that is responsible for me to be saved from punishment, but not actually the core of the, of the message itself, which is no, I came for the salvation, for the good news itself. Yes. This is kind of how I try to understand it. So when he says for me in the gospel, it would be seen as um, faith and works. So it's not just good enough to follow me, but you also have to follow the gospel. The gospel. The gospel is my teaching. Right. Correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. You can understand and understand it this way that so, you know here I am. Not to believe and just follow me, but you actually have to follow me and for that. Because again, some we're just sharing this in with 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 the people in Nigeria when we're talking about you know uh, if I have faith in Christ and on this earth, I'm the most pitiable, the most miserable. Like how can you be miserable while have, while you have faith in Christ? But the problem is you have faith in Christ where only here so you have faith in christ that you will have a better life that you your request will be answered that you're gonna get a nice uh, family and a good uh, relationship and a good work and everything you have all the faith in christ but we're here you're not talking about the news the eternity the kingdom of heaven that's why saint paul says even if i have faith in christ but only on this earth i'm the most miserable person Right? When we were reading this to the people and they're like, they were blown away. Like, what do you mean? Like, I, uh, we, never, we never heard this message before. Right? Because all what they care about is what? Blessings here. The idea of, of what, what, what Peter was saying again, that, that the faith in him has to be also faith in what he is preaching, right? which is at the end of the day, eternity, right? The kingdom of heaven. So what we're seeing, we can apply this to us because sometimes we have the same mindset that we have faith in him, but not in eternity. So that's why I was saying the message or the, the verse that says that, that if we have faith in Christ on earth, only we are the most miserable people because all my faith in him that he was gonna give me something, here he's going to make my life easier he's going to answer all my requests without knowing and understanding that the whole thing is about what eternity but that eternity i have to live it from now right but also works too right like i could say i believe in christ yes be definitely because uh, because following the good news you have to walk in the good news right you have to walk as saint paul says also right walk in the Yes, so that that's again. I know I have I have him right, and I am actually following the news, following the reason, and that following has to be expressed in what, in a way of life, in works, and so forth. Yes. And finally, looking at the gospel in Saint Mark, if you if you read Mark one fifteen, one fifteen. You see, again, this is, you know, probably, you know, more and more mentioning gospel in, in a gospel, say Mark, more than the other uh, two or other three 
gospel. But but Mark 115 also touches on something that's very important. If somebody can read that. The time is fulfilled. So repent and believe in the what is the relation here between the believing in the gospel and the time is fulfilled? That means that the gospel is what? Complete. It's completing the fulfillment. Right? The fulfillment. Believe the good news. Yes. Yes. Right? But that's that's the thing, the evangelia. Yes, evangelia. Hmm? Again, what is the gospel? The good news about what? Salvation and resurrection and restoration. So that itself has been fulfilled, right? So, so when you look at that, when you read, when you look at the gospel with that meaning that it's the fulfillment, right, of, of everything, that's again give it another another meaning, another dimension of that, right? Well, and that, that's another reason also for us why we should be continuously and, and, and consistently reading and having that relationship. Right? Because it tells us that time is, or the whole message has been what? Fulfilled, right? So again, Ephesians, that you were made for good works that you should walk in it, right? That's why at the end of the, of the liturgy, one of the inaudible prayers that the priest prays right, right before the community said, <laughs> what does it say? <laughs> the 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 grace of the Lord has been fulfilled, right? So it's, it's done now. You know what else? We're celebrating the whole life of Christ, and we're getting to the point of actually having Him giving us His Himself in the body and the blood, and that is the completion of everything. So when, when you look at this also from that mindset of, of, of the understanding of the gospel in or within the writing of, of St. Mark itself, uh, give us more understanding that, uh, that the, the reason it was written. Again, it's not just what story. It's not just his own experience. It's not just you know, uh, proof of anything, but it is the fulfillment of everything, right? And you can see here, here the actual also change and transformation of the writer himself. Yes, 100%, the words are inspired by the Holy Spirit, but still using the person who wrote it, right? So for him to understand and to say that, uh, that oh, everything has been fulfilled, oh, the whole story of the salvation has been fulfilled in the good news, you see again why he would uh, consider going through all the trouble and traveling and going through cities and going being uh, 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 exposed to all the danger and ending up his life also being killed and being a martyr, right? Because he's seen the 
end already. Right? And that's a very, very important thing when we look at the scripture, at the gospels itself, again, with that mindset. Right? Again, it's not just I'm, I, need, I need to get to read in order to get something for myself. Right? That's not the understanding of it. I'm reading so I can meet with him and I can see that fulfillment and I can live that fulfillment and being impacted by the fulfillment. Versus, no, I'm just reading so I can, I need some word of encouragement, let me go. Which, again, it's okay, it's good. We need word of encouragement, and the, the word of God is word of encouragement. But that's not the whole thing. That's not, we need to get into another depth of that relationship, right? Which is, again, I am reading and I'm exposing myself to the word of God because that is the fulfillment of the salvation already, right? So those are just, you know, just few things to, to, to look at it uh, as, as the meaning of the gospel within the gospel of St. Mark. Just one last thing that the whole uh, core of the gospel of St. Mark is, God, is, the, is the Lord's uh, passion and resurrection. And you see this from the beginning, from the beginning. For example, just from second chapter, chapter two, verse 20, for example, if somebody can read it real quick. That, that, that's why he, he didn't spend time in the, again, in the story of the birth, right? He's, he's straight, like that idea of the passion and of the resurrection is so strong. And as if he wants to jump right away to that, to that fulfillment again, right? So, so chapter two, verse 20, what does it read? So he's talking about what when the bridegroom will be taken from us, which is what the cross. That's right way in the beginning, right? Way in the beginning, and he's focused so much on that. Right? Two twenty, Mark two twenty. Yes, yes, yes. The 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 tradition and the history said that he actually was there. He was from the beginning. He was following him very very close. Right. And that again, you know, refutes the, the other story that actually he didn't know anything. He was just at the end and all his information, he took it from Peter. Right. Because that's another very strong, uh, actually started by, by uh, Papias from the first century, one of the church fathers. But, but again, it's, it's, it's more and more refuted and more and more kind of like, no, that was not the case. That he actually lived and he actually mentioned. And you can actually, there are too many studies about that from the text itself. Right, like that proves that he was there and he was living these events from from his writing and from his uh, way of, of putting things together. Okay, so I just wanted to kind of give like a general view of, of Saint Mark himself, of the Gospel itself. We'll discover more and more as we study it, more and more of that in in the in the the. Uh, paper that you guys don't have online. <laughs> it, it shows, again, the distinctive features of the gospel, for example, you know, a book of action, book of power, uh, most events, most chronological gospel, simplicity, uh, Jesus as servant, that's a huge big thing, introducing Christ as the servant, and then who are the audience after this, uh, and then breaks it down to the outline of, you know, chapter by chapter. So, um, I'll, uh, we, have, we still have the the WhatsApp groups. I'll share it with the with, with the WhatsApp Life and Spirit group. Yes, it's uh, seminary notes. Yes, yes. So I uh, took it from 
from the New Testament uh, notes itself, from the class itself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was just. Okay, everyone. Four more sessions a week before we can. <laughs> <laughs> we can if you want. You know, <laughs> there are books and books about just the intro of uh, of Mark, uh, Mark as uh, as as introduction. But I think it's you know as we read it more and as we have this background and do your own research again. You know, there are too many things that are there about you know uh, where is it coming from and what's the characteristics of the gospel and the distinct features and. Uh, it's amazing when you look at that as you know, as actually the Coptic Orthodox Church. You you see how that has has impacted the church itself with uh, with what uh, Saint Mark went through and how much he was able to go through in order to introduce that. And as I was saying earlier, even he is the one who actually pushed to translate from Greek and from Latin into Coptic, so the people are able to read that. Right, and it's 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 a very interesting uh, concept that we are actually living uh, that that history as we are continuing the the church that we have right now. So um, with that, we'll go on with uh, with uh, chapter uh, one, and then we'll just move slowly as we've been doing, just taking our time in it uh, in everything. Uh, another thing that uh, Mariam, you're here, study us. Mariam uh, is inviting us to have the Bible study next uh, next week, this coming next Friday, at her apartment. Uh, beautiful uh, building and beautiful uh, reception downstairs and everything. Right, Mariam? Yes, Abuna. <laughs> you want to hear it from you? <laughs> so. <laughs> Yes, you're all invited, and uh, I would like to see you all next week for sure. Yes, so we'll uh, we'll share we'll share the address, and we'll meet there six thirty, uh, Bloomington, correct, Mariam? Uh Richfield, yes. Richfield. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay. We'll still have the online option, but uh, we'll meet there six thirty. God willing, uh, to. Hmm? Yes, yes, we will we'll add the address and everything. Yeah. Okay. Questions? All right. Yeah, let's pray and then we can continue. You know, the Father and Son, the Holy Spirit, one God. And Lord, thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you for giving us the time, Lord, to uh, dig in deeper, Lord, into your words, Lord, into uh, everything, Lord, to give us the understanding, Lord, of, uh, of the meaning of the gospel, Lord, and how we can live that and how we can really. Be inspired, Lord, by every single word, Lord, that uh, we're meeting with you, Lord, and uh, and uh, understanding the gospel of, uh, of of the whole nation, the gospel of the whole world, the gospel of detachment, Lord, the gospel of the fulfillment of the message and the service that you you came for. Praying for everyone, Lord, hear our prayer and supplication, prayers of all your saints here. Say, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Lead us a temptation, but deliver us. Let the kingdom of power that we're Also, we'll try to look at the calendar and have like a Friendsgiving day also uh, for the group. Would love to host it also at our house. Uh, so we'll look into that and uh, and keep you guys updated with that. Okay, thank you guys. Thank you. Abuna. Take care. Thank you, Abuna. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Abuna. Thank you, Thank everyone. You.